everybody. Welcome to Tune Time with Megan and Jojo. I'm Jojo. And I'm Megan. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Oh my God. Today, we are talking about Rugrats. Yeah. I sounded so like, I'm Megan. <laughs> yeah, your diarrhea is coming out. Oh my God. Literally, though, like people used to call me. I don't, because I'm not actually as like deadpan as Daria, but people used to call me Daria at my old job. I don't know. Listen, I'll take it. It's not... I didn't take it as an I'd insult. Take that, I'd take that as a compliment. Daria's dope. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, fine. If you're afraid of me and you think I'm smarter than you, then I feel like my voice sounds so rough right now. I like woke up not long ago and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. anyway, Rugrats. Woo! <laughs> yeah. So a uh, Nickelodeon classic. I'll just give you a quick rundown of it. So it came out in uh, August, 1991 and ran into 1994. Uh, so it ran for like 13 Years. Uh, Two, do run. you mean 2004? Uh, sorry, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, 1991 like, to 2004. Did yeah. I say 94? Yeah. My bad. Um, yeah, so it ran for 13 oh, years. It had a good run. Uh, it's an American animated children's television series created by Arlene Klasky, Gabor Ksupo, <laughs> and Paul Germain for Nickelodeon. Yeah. The show focuses on a group of toddlers. Uh, so you got Tommy Pickles, uh, Chucky Finster, uh, the twins Phil and Lil. I don't DeVille. know what their last name is. It's Deville. Deville, Phil yeah. and Lil Deville. Yeah. And uh, Angelica Pickles, because mm-hmm. uh, her father is Tommy Pickles' father's brother, so they're cousins. Uh, Angelica's like the older one and she's kind of, yeah, she's, she's kind of mean and the, like the villain of the show, but she always like tries to manipulate the kids and she can usually get the edge on them cause she is a little more experienced in life. But Tommy Pickles is always questioning her cause he's the brave like leader of the pack. You know, he, uh, he always has the best intentions. Yeah. So. Cause I guess, wait, so like Tommy, Lil and Phil are, <clears throat> excuse me, Jesus. <clears throat> Um, Tommy, Lil, and Phil are, I guess, one. Chucky's a little bit older than them. He's two, I think it's mentioned at some point. Mm -hmm. And so Angelica must be like three or four, right? Yeah. Because at that age, she doesn't have to be that much older than them for it to seem like a lot, right? Because that's like that period of time where like each year you age, it's like, it just like leaps and bounds. (laughs) Tommy and Dills. Oh yeah, Dill. But Dill's like a later invention. He came. Yeah. He came after the movie. Which yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I guess we could have picked some it of says the older. Here Angelica's Tommy and Dill's three-year-old outrageously spoiled cousin. Okay, yeah. So th- she's three. Chucky's two, and then the other babies are like one, probably. Yeah. Until Dill comes along, and he's like less than one. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, we could have picked an episode to look at with Dill. But I, I don't know, but honestly, he comes post movie. Isn't he in the movie? Yeah, he's in the first movie, which is like made me cry. I remember going to see that in cinema and like just sobbing. I thought it was so sad. Yeah. Like <laughs> maybe we could do a dedicated episode to the movie once. I think we have to. <laughs> yeah, because I'm also, thinking of like one the, scene right uh, now. Rugrats like, Thornberry movie. Oh, well, yeah, Thornberry's yeah, yeah. too. They did and that. And then Rugrats in Paris. Rugrats in Paris, which also oh made God. me cry. Like, I don't get it. Why are these movies so sad when the show is like, see, that's the thing. It's like, I feel like the show when it first started was a lot like weirder and like more surreal. And then as it went on, like, I feel like it maintain that surreal element because you're always seeing things through the baby's perspectives but i feel like it got like more i don't know emotional i guess but that's not necessarily Mm -hmm. a bad thing but i kind of like the original like i just like the how weird and kind of yeah a little bit dark like the original episodes are yeah like some of the some of the things 
to consider are like Chucky, uh, his uh, mom is dead. Yeah, well, at first, uh, like there's, there's a couple little small things, or well, small things. There's there's some weird backstories to some of the characters that are a little more deep and dark and emotional. Yeah, because we don't know that Chucky's mom. We don't know what's going on with her for like a while. I think it's only later that they like make an episode. It's like in one of the later seasons where they make an episode that says that she died. Okay, sorry, my cat's like climbing a little bit. And then also in the movie... I can't remember if it's the Paris movie or the the movie that it's the Paris movie with his with the when his dad is like dating. Yeah, his yeah. dad meets like a Japanese lady, and they have uh, a two year old. Uh, she has a two year old daughter, and Kimmy. then she becomes Kiki. What is Ki- it? Kimmy. Kimmy. Yeah. Yeah, and her mom's name is Kira. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, so that that came about in the movie. Uh, is that's the Paris one you said? Yeah. Yeah, Rugrats go to Paris. I like that. So yeah. Chucky's dad meets a lady over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's like the thing is like the the cast and the group of characters gets bigger and bigger and bigger. But right now we're really focusing on the core, like early episodes of the yeah. show. Really what it was at its uh, simplest. Yeah. Um, also, mm-hmm. uh, you ever hear about the conspiracy theory about Angelica's, what, what's going on with her? Oh, about, oh, yeah. Maybe oh. we can talk about that later. Yeah. There's like a few conspiracy theories that I have. Uh, well, there's like one other one that I can think of that maybe we could talk about at the end. I th- I know right. we, we were like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a segment. And then we like never did it again. But, you know. Well, you know, it, not everything has it, a really deep background of conspiracy. No, yeah, but Rugrats definitely has some like weird things. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> popping yeah, around on the internet some, about. Yeah. And there, and even like there I don't think this relates to the conspiracies at all, but there are a couple little time things where like Angelica says something and it makes you wonder, it makes you kind of think about her dad and like, Oh, is yeah. what's he doing? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah I think know, we'll get to that pretty soon. Um, yeah. okay. So, I mean, I guess I can start with, uh, with my episode. Um, yeah. so again, this is like, like with cat dog and like a few other ones that we've done before. Um, this was like a two parter. Mm hmm. So the first one, Angelica's in love. Oh yeah, okay, that yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> I can see. I was like ready to record days ago, so I watched these days ago. Uh, no, no shade, but anyways. So okay, Listen. <laughs> it's fine. All right, so yeah, Angelica's in love. So I thought this was so funny because it starts and it's like a film noir. Like Angelica's like in the car and her in her little booster seat looking out the window of the car and it's raining and her dad's like, oh, sweetie, like, did you have a good time at your cousin Tommy's this weekend? And she's like, hmm? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then her like inner monologue starts like as if she's like freaking Humphrey Bogart or something. And she's like, how do you tell your dad that like nothing will ever be the same again? And blah, blah, blah. Like being all like wistful, looking out the window, just being like, how do you tell him that you're in love? <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's so funny because she's three. So anyways, but um, so then we flash back and she kind of does that thing. Like it all started when I, oh, Jesus, listen. I s- <laughs> you got animals? Yeah, every freaking time. I'm like, oh, great, they're sleeping. Let's record right now. And now they're both in here like, huh? Anyway, whatever. Okay, look, guys. They're more than welcome. Yeah. As long as they don't bark or meow. Well, Morty doesn't meow. <laughs> I hope not. Morty, like, never barks. The only time he barks is if someone comes to the door. But other than that, he's, like, silent. Anyway. Okay, yeah. So, basically, Angelica 
she gets dropped off at her Aunt Dee Dee's house. Um, so Dee Dee is married. Okay. I'll just Dee Dee and Stu. Yeah, quick like little pickles family treat. So Dee Dee is married to Stu. Stu Pickles is the father of Tommy Pickles, who we previously mentioned. Stu's brother is Drew Pickles, <laughs> who Drew and Stu. yeah. So they are brothers, and uh, Drew is Angelica's dad. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, what's the, what's her mom's name? Oh. I don't but, remember, but their mom is like the business bitch. Like she yeah. is like head bitch in charge, takes no yeah. prisoners, always on her phone, always making deals, taking names. Anyway, so yeah, but we don't see her in this in either episode actually. So basically, like Drew drops Angelica off, and she's like, "Dad has to go spend a weekend at the office." I think is that what you were talking about before? Yeah, yeah. it's just like that sounds kind of sketchy. I mean. I know people that like have to work on weekends and stuff, but yeah, like you never know. Yeah, no, it's I don't know. As a basic show for kids, it kind of yeah. sounds. That's like I kind of feel bad for Angelica sometimes because you know, like her parents are really like mm. like they care about her, but I feel like they're really like 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 we said about her mom, like she's like really into Obsessed her business. Yeah, they're, I feel like her parents are both kind of like workaholics. Which okay, they're like a lot richer than Tommy's family. Um, cause Stu basically is just like an inventor. Charlotte Pickles is her mother. Oh yeah. Charlotte. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause Stu just like makes toys basically, but he makes like failed toys all the time. Anyway. So I think we'll get into that a little bit later with your episode, but so Angelica is at cousin Tommy's house and right away she's like <laughs> dumb babies. And she's like planning out how she's going to mess with the babies. Like she grabs Phil and Lil and what does she say to them? She's like, I'm going to make you guys She's gonna let's say something like pin the tail on the, oh, on yeah, the baby. Yeah. She's like, we're going to play pin the tail on the donkey and you'll be the donkey and then tommy <laughs> comes up and is like hey angelica you have to be nice to us today because there's a kid coming over and he's even older than you are he's bigger than you oh yeah he's bigger than you again yeah um because it's like more like a big kid thing he's yeah, a big yeah. kid yeah so they're so angelica's like i don't care about this kid like bring it on but then this kid walks in <laughs> <laughs> I was dying. Okay, what was this? Grease lightning. He's so greasy. Yeah, I know. What's his name? Shit. Uh, Dean. Dean. Oh my god. Like Dino. Oh my god. Dean. Dean. Oh Dean. Okay. Yeah. So this kid walks in. His name is Dean, and he's like Danny Zuko, mm-hmm. basically. Hey, Zuko. Yeah, he walks, he rolls in on his fucking tricycle. <laughs> yeah, like the big wheel, like the one with the big wheel in the yeah, front. Yeah, so he like rolls in, he's got sunglasses on, he's wearing a leather jacket. I'm like, what kind of four-year-old? His <laughs> he, hair is like He reflective. has like a pompadour that's like greased to the gods. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So Dean he, is the man. Dean just like, everyone is like, oh wow. No, but Angelica is like, oh my god she mm-hmm. is in love with him mm-hmm. and so the rest of the episode uh starts with her kind of going like i need to get him to notice me like he doesn't even know i'm alive you know that kind of thing and like yeah kind of like in hey arnold with uh, helga and uh, when she gets hit on the head Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like a little bit different cuz she like she's like okay first i tried the the like dumb girl approach and she was like oh you know she she does all this stuff basically to try and get her try and get dean to notice her and he kind of like goes up to her but then you can tell he's like 
Nervous. You can tell he's like shy. He's kind of like, Ugh. Yeah. anyway. And so she then, even tries like the "you can't have me" like the, the hard to get. <laughs> it's so funny. She <laughs> she like buries herself in the sandbox, and like Dean is like imparting some like playground wisdom onto Tommy, and then all yeah. of a sudden like Angelica pops out of the sand. He's like, "You can't have me. You can't have me." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh God, sweetie." Anyway, um, so basically. She is like, nothing's worked. All her tricks have been played and she like, nothing has caught his attention. So she's super bummed. And Tommy and the babies kind of go over and they're like, what's the matter, Angelica? And then she's like, Dean doesn't even know I'm alive. And they're like, oh, you want him to notice you? And then um, Tommy, is it Tommy? One of the babies basically says like, oh. Yeah, um, Tommy, Tommy says that. Yeah, he's like, oh, when I want my mom to pay attention to me, I cry like I'm in trouble. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, you shady babies. Anyways, but I guess that's what they do. Um, yep. he, he's like, every time like I cry and she thinks I'm in trouble, she comes to see me. And so he, he's like, okay, let's like create a scenario where you look like you're in trouble and then Dean has to save you and then he'll like pay attention to you, basically. <laughs> so um, they put... They tie up their poor dog, Spike. Oh, my God. Poor Spike. <laughs> um, they tie him up to this, like, wheelbarrow or, like, a like a, a wagon, like a little wagon. Yeah. And then they put Angelica in the wagon. And, uh, yeah, because one of the babies is like, oh, like, in cowboy movies, like, every time the cowboy meets a lady, she's on a, she's in, like, a runaway cart, basically. So they recreate that. And, but at first, Spike is just sitting there, like... You know, because he's this like dog that doesn't want to do this, and they he gets like roped into all the baby's plans all the time. Mm. And um, so at first nothing's happening, but then basically like Spike gets spooked by something. A bee stings. Oh him. yeah, yeah. A bee like stings his butt, so he takes off and he's like running. And Angelica's like really <laughs> taken by surprise because this wasn't part of the plan, and now she's like actually. Probably not in that much danger, but, like, in her baby mind, she's, like, in hella danger right now. So, <laughs> she's like, Dean, help! So, so then Dean's like, Angelica! And he, like, hops on his little, like, trikey and start, <laughs> starts, like, pedaling. And then it's basically, like, every, like, cowboy movie ever. Actually, it made me think of, um, what's that movie? The Wedding Planner, where, like, Jennifer Lopez's horse goes crazy and then Matthew McConaughey has oh to come in. Oh, my like God. <laughs> It was like that. But this came out before <laughs> that. So I'm like, oh, my God. They were inspired by the time. Red <laughs> Anyway, can you imagine, like, the writer of that movie being like, this is fucking genius. Matthew. Oh, my God. Matthew. <laughs> oh, my God. I got Sorry. it. I know what you're going to do. I don't know why he's, like, from Brooklyn, but whatever. <laughs> anyway, I don't even know who wrote that movie, but whatever. Unrelated. So... Yeah, so basically he like pulls his trikey up along Spike and is like, hold on, Angelica, jumps off his fucking tricycle, lands on Spike's back and manages to calm Spike down. <laughs> oh, my God. And then from that moment, they look at each other and she's like, oh, Dean. And he's like, oh, Angelica. And like they're in love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Hard then, and fast. Yeah. So then they spend the rest of the afternoon like being all lovey-dovey like gazing into each other's eyes and like she calls yeah. him dino and he calls her angie which like oh god he's got like a guitar with one string yeah. on it he's just he's just going like bing 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 it's bing so abc horrible. he's singing the abcs to her <laughs> oh yeah and she's like oh dino i always thought that song was so educational <laughs> <laughs> or, just, like, like this really like a poem yeah 
What and is she's it like? like, you can read? He's like, yeah, I can read. <laughs> oh, read to me, Dino. And he just is like, <laughs> see spot, spot, run. Run. <laughs> run, spot, run. And she's like, oh my God, that's amazing. That's so romantic. <laughs> so basically she's like, oh my God, I am so in love right now. And they're looking at each other at one point after spending the day together and they're like yeah, they're having a tea party with uh, Angelica's uh, doll Cynthia. Oh yeah, and and then um, Dino is like, oh Mortimer, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Dino's like Angelica, can we be alone right now? And she's like, but we are. And then he like looks down at Cynthia. He's like, I mean. And so she, <laughs> it's so funny. And this shows like how like obsessed like how in love she is because Cynthia is her prized possession. Like Cynthia is this mm. doll that has been through some rough times. Let me tell you, yeah. like she's like she's missing most of her hair. She doesn't have shoes. Anyways, Angelica loves this doll like more than anything. She just like picks up Cynthia, like throws her like indiscriminately behind her. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> you just hear her crash into some glass. <laughs> yeah. So, um, he basically says like, Oh, uh, I don't know. I forget what he says, but anyways, basically, He's like you like, make me feel funny. Yeah, I, I, I. And then you ever have a dream that you, you know, when you could, <laughs> and you, <laughs> and then, and, and you could do anything. Basically, but yeah, he's like that. He's like and 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 they're both like and 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 then they're like leaning towards each other, and then they're about to kiss, and then all of a sudden you hear Dean, and it's and then. He's like, I gotta go. And she's like, is it another woman? And he's like, yeah, my mom. Uh. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, Jesus, they're so dramatic. But it's so <laughs> funny because, like, that's how kids are. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, and that's it. Like, Every yeah, hell is a mountain. Exactly. And I remember when I was, like, three and, like, literally any guy that was older than me, I was like, oh, my God, I love him. You know what mm. I mean? Just because... <laughs> You don't know. You're like, oh my god, he's he's so dreamy. Even though like he's probably a toad, you know. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> listen. When you're a kid, oh it god. makes no sense. You're like, oh my god, he's a boy. I'm supposed to love him, so I do. Like, anyway. But yeah, so it was pretty <laughs> funny. I was like, oh my god, those were the the days, eh? the simpler times. But yeah. anyways, so then Angelica is like devastated. She's like, no, I'll never love again. <laughs> and um so she's sitting in the car we get back to like the moment where she's in the car with her dad and then her dad is like yeah how was your day blah 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 and she's like i'll never live again anyway she's having this like really deep moment and then they get home and this like lady walks over and she's like oh hello i am your new neighbor <laughs> like the worst french accent ever and he's like oh nice to meet you like welcome to america and then um, she's like, let me introduce you to my son. What was his name? Jean-Pierre. Jean-Claude. Oh, Jean-Claude. Yeah. <laughs> and then this like a freaking kid walks over and he's like wearing like a beret. <laughs> and a scarf. I, yeah. Like so stereotypical. And then he like goes over to Angelica, takes her hand, gives it a kiss. And he's like, I think I'm going to like it here in America. <laughs> and Angelica. Oh. <laughs> basically like it's so bad and angelica's like oh my god so she's like forgotten all about dean now she's moving on with sean claude but yeah that's how life is when you're an in-demand lady mm -hmm. <laughs> no. also just speaks to how kids are like yeah. insane and they don't really know what they're doing they don't have like object permanence <laughs> no so like dean's out of sight out of mind jean claude is right here and like now i love him <clears throat> mm -hmm. so it's pretty funny 
But this is a good example of how, you know, everything is a big deal when you're a kid. Yeah. You know, no matter what, you know, like anything you're going through in high school, it really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. Like <laughs> once you leave high school, you're literally going to leave all that shit behind. Yeah. So it's like, you know, when you're a kid, you know, this kid on the parking in the playground he's the love of your life oh dean oh what am i gonna do without you it ends like you see it with young kids that break up like we have younger cousins that have been in and out of relationships and it's like it seems like a big deal when it ends but then all of a sudden they're meeting other people they're moving on with their life it's really not a big deal and they yeah. they learn that it doesn't matter and you just move on and no but, i know yeah. and then and it's like People tell you that, too, when you're in high school. Like, you're like, oh, Bob, Jesus, Morty. <laughs> Sorry. You need a door that latches. Yeah, well, anyway. Morty, go, go. Okay. Give him a Kong with some peanut butter. I should, actually. One second. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I know. Like, people, people would tell me, too, like, because, you know, I don't know. I'd be, like, freaking out about high school stuff and, like, People would be like, well, like you're you're literally like as soon as you graduate, like none of this exactly like none of this is going to matter. You're probably not even going to talk to like most of these people. And in my head, I was like, no, this this will follow me forever. <laughs> <laughs> like this is the end of the world, you know, stuff like that. And and I talked to like three people from high school. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah. I mean, and they're like not the people that would have made me feel bad about anything at the time. You know what I mean? Like exactly. Like, the people who probably would have been, like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? That's so fucking weird. Like, I don't talk to any of them, and, like, their lives are boring. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> They're living unfulfilling lives, so, like, who's the winner now? No, I'm just yeah. kidding. But I don't know what they're up to. That's the thing. Like, I don't know anybody. I don't know what anyone from high school is up to right now. But mm -hmm. there you go. See, it's not important. Just do what you want to do and, like, whatever. But... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so Angelica's young and, you know, love presents itself. Love flies away, but then yeah. love comes back. <laughs> and they make it seem like a big deal, but they also, they, they show it's like, yeah, it's okay. You can get over yeah. it. You well, can move on. Yeah, exactly. No, they make it, you know, they make it seem, it's because the show's like from the baby's perspective. So it's like, if the babies think it's a big deal, it's a big deal. Yeah. But then you kind of pull back a little bit to be like, She's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like there'll oh, be man. more Deans in life. And I mean, exactly. Jesus, like you're three, mm. you know, anyway, <laughs> like what more is going to happen? Nothing. <laughs> um, I love the way that the babies talk in the show. You know yeah. how they, they change like spaghetti. They'll say biscotti or yeah. like Angelica is raving about Dean and she's saying like after he leaves, like she'll never love again. She's like, as Bob is my Willis, I'll never yeah. love again. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Uh, oh man that's no yeah it, as bob is my witless witless oh, yeah. i wrote willis whatever oh anyway yeah but yeah um yeah i remember oh, okay i remember that makes me think of um in the movie in the first rugrats movie where um dd's Dee pregnant and like Susie. Susie is uh, one of like their friends too she like lives in the neighborhood but we don't see her in either of these episodes but she was in like some of the earlier seasons and she's angelica's age mm. And so they're kind of like rivals. Um, but Susie's really like sweet and like caring. Um, anyways, there's so they have like a 
at the baby shower for Dee Dee, they're like singing a song and they're like, a baby is a gift, a gift from above. A baby is a gift from above. Bub, bub. <laughs> and they're like, who's Bub? <laughs> Anyways, I, yeah, unrelated, but it's funny. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, no, they're, they're this. I really, I was like having a really fun time watching these episodes. I was like, geez, Louise, oh, the yeah. show is older than both of us. Can I just say yeah, 91, like neither of us were born at this moment. Mm-hmm. Wow. 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 And it uh, stood the test of time. It was funny. Like, say, uh, prob- there's probably you- some stuff, but like, well, yeah. In these whatever. episodes, these episodes were fine. Yeah. But there was just some things that I thought were funny references or little comments. Like at one point, Stu mentions like. Uh, you know, something that seems to be a fad nowadays is like different kind of dairy replacements and frozen yogurts. And he make he's making fun of like vegan, low fat frozen yogurt, rice crap or whatever <laughs> when, when they're going to get ice cream. And there's just little things like that yeah. that, that kind of are almost ahead of its time. Yeah. Kind of funny. funny references. It's like a Mad Max reference in mine. Yeah. Just yeah. like I mean, Mad Max is an older movie from I don't know the seventies or the eighties. I think the eighties. Yeah, so it's not like it, but but then you know most people these days would only really reference the new movie. Mm. But it's like oh, Rugrats did it first. Rugrats did everything first. Like seriously, yeah. Rugrats. I feel like Rugrats was like a really like pioneering cartoon mm. because I feel like okay, there were cartoons for kids and there were cartoons for adults. Well. I don't know, actually, pre-Rugrats, like, I don't, there weren't that many cartoons for adults yet. Mm. But I think Rugrats was sort of the cartoon that, like, dared to be different. (laughs) You know, it was Um, sort of the first cartoon that started introducing all these, like, surreal elements and kind there is like it's a little bit gross like it wasn't over the top, like it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was like as gross as like Cat Dog or whatever, but it started to be like a little bit like okay, stuff can be kind of gross, stuff can be kind of scary, like, not everything is always, like, oh, like, butterflies and rainbows and, like, whatever. And and then from there, there started to be, like, more cartoons that came out. So, like, came out after, like, well, Cat Dog, like, Rocco's Modern Life. Um, even Ren and Stimpy came out after this, I think, right? Let me check. Uh, Ooh, let well, me... I'm just reading this here. The series premiered on Sunday, August 11th, 91, as the second Nicktoon after Doug. Doug! Wow. Wow, that was such an intense reaction. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, Doug, oh my God. Doug. We'll have, we'll have to do Doug eventually on Definitely. the show. Um, yeah, my middle name is Douglas. Oh. <laughs> I always thought it was funny. I always loved that show. Uh, yeah. Jim Jenkins. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, wait, I'm just trying to see when Ren and Stimpy came out. But yeah, no, I feel like Rugrats was just like, okay, wait, Ren and Stimpy. Oh, it came out in nine. It came out around the same time, but mm. that was definitely like an adult cartoon. Mm-hmm. But this is see, yeah, again, like the nineties. This is the time where like people start to realize. Okay, so I, I had a class like um in animation once, and um, well, it was like about the theory. It wasn't about like doing animation, but um, and we talk about how cartoons really people realize that you could get away with doing so much more than you could. And real life shows, like, aside from the fact that you can draw whatever you want, but, like, um, 
like cartoon gra- uh, wow what i try to say like three things at once cartoon violence cartoon grossness yeah we'll think about like the early early uh walt disney animations was like mickey mouse is just raping things and Ugh. like there's lots of nazi shit and violent shit like yeah but oh, well like that yeah that's obviously a whole other you, can of worms but that's not but like back then there was super intense censorship on all that yeah you know like if, if there was a married couple in a movie they were depicted in two separate beds you never saw them sleeping in a same in the same bed like mm-hmm. in early early cinema yeah right what well, i can't remember what the codes were called but mm. doesn't it have a name um like that that yeah maybe it was like the governing body or something that oversaw like that far away from me right now but yeah but anyways oh i thought you had a degree in film listen ah. i graduated five years ago now oh jesus oh my God. anyway um but yeah no so like but in cartoons like you could really just like do whatever you want and people were less inclined to say something because they were like it's just a cartoon so that's why like all these things started happening and like i feel like rugrats was one of the first cartoons that really started playing with what you could do with the medium you know yeah and like moving beyond just like okay it's a show about babies you know what i mean and like really making it like kind of weird and crazy and colorful and yeah so i like it a lot Mm-hmm. But anyways, moving on mm. to the next part of this episode, it was called Ice Cream Mountain. Oh my god, the music was like just giving me giving me some feelings. Seriously, oh uh, yeah, I was like, oh. I love the random like choirs of of men just going like, all the time. Oh, I love it. Anyway, Jeez. so yeah, so basically the episode starts in like stew. And Drew are driving their minivan, and they are bringing uh, the babies around. And Angelica's like, I want ice cream. Daddy, you told me you get me ice cream. And so they're like, okay, yeah, like we're going to go get ice cream. Um, but then they drive past a mini pet. Um, Funland. Yeah, like Funland. So like a mini pet course. And they're like, oh, remember when we used to go and we would play and like, haha. Anyway, so they start reminiscing and then they're, they're basically like, okay, yeah, no, but we don't have time now. Like, we got to go bring the babies to get their ice cream. And then like Drew's kind of like, we could just play. We could play one round, like whatever. Like, yeah. no big deal. Yeah, come on, man. And so, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm hearing it. Yeah. Is he just scratching at the door? Yeah. See, that's the thing. Oh it's God. like, I don't have any solutions. Peanut butter can only hold him for so long. He anyway. wants more peanut butter. Well, I'm not giving him any more. He's going to barf. But anyways. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I'll just keep going. Um, yeah. So, they stop by and they're like, okay, we could just play like one quick round of mini pet for old time's sake. <laughs> so, then they get into the place and this like greasy dude with like a little John Waters mustache pops His up and is, is like Earl Skaggs. Yeah, gross. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what can I do for you today, boys? You're looking to play some mini putt? And then like gets them all like hooked up, basically. And he's like, oh, do you guys want standard putters? Or he's like, like, here are your balls, here are your tees, here are your beginner's putters. Oh, and yeah, then yeah. Stu goes like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. We're not beginner's beginners. Putters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like, we're not beginners. And then he's like, oh, like, I didn't know if you'd be interested in, like, in this. And he brings out this, like, fucking intense, like, high-tech putter with, like, all these, like, gizmos attached to it. Okay. Anyways. When, when I saw that putter, it was, like, a trigger moment for me when it, like, set the wheels in motion. And this is where I 
remembered this episode so yeah. vividly in my yeah, mind. Yeah. This was probably one of my favorite episodes. Anyways, he gives them these crazy putters and yeah. I just saw the rest of everything. I remembered everything that happened. It was amazing. Yeah. So they basically they take these like putters and they're like crazy and they're all like decked out to the nines and they're like like retro they got lasers golfing. on them and yeah. radars and, and shit. But then they, they, they're wearing like retro golfing garb. Like they've got like pantaloons and like socks pulled up to the knees and like little like <laughs> berets with like pom poms on the top. Anyways, so they're like taking this way too seriously. We know that they are not just going to play a quick round of golf no, no, of no, mini no, putt. No. So they start and then we kind of move over to the babies. And wow. right, right as they start, uh, this kind of made me laugh. Um, Drew is like, uh, what do you say we put uh, five bucks a hole? And uh, and then Stu looks at the babies and goes, Drew, that's a terrible idea. Gambling is bad. And then just quickly goes, make it 10. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. And one other thing that's important to say to you before is so like, uh, what's his name? Clyde? Who? The <laughs> Earl Skaggs. Earl, yeah. <laughs> Clyde. <laughs> oh my god, I'm tired. Not even close. I know. <laughs> uh. So he's basically like, oh, um, yeah, if you get a hole in one on Ice Cream Mountain, then you get a free game. And so they're kind of like, okay. But then as they're walking away, it's like, no one ever gets a free game. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, mm, okay, something yeah. is up with this guy. But okay. anyway. We're kind of getting ahead of the babies right now. So backtrack a bit. Yeah. What are the babies no, thinking? The babies, like, the babies are like, okay, no, because Angelica spies Ice Cream Mountain on her way. And she's like, oh, fuck yeah. So t she tells the babies, like, listen, guys. What we're going to do is we're going to go find Ice Cream Mountain. And then, like, as per usual, Chucky. Okay, Chucky's kind of, like, his thing is, like, he's, like... Timid. He's, like, nervous. He's very nervous. anxious compared to the other babies. Like, he's... Careful. Yeah. Like, Tommy's, like, very fearless. And, like, Chucky's, like, oh, I don't know. Like, he's sort of like an Arnold from Magic School Bus. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Um. So, they start walking. And, like, Chucky's, like, oh, I don't know. And well, Angelica convinces Morty. them that this is like an edible, edible ice cream mountain. Yeah, like she thinks this, this is literally real ice cream. So she's like, and she's we're, like, we're gonna split it halfway equally, but I'm gonna get more because I found it first. Yeah, um, it's like this giant mountain. But anyway, so they start walking, and then they come across like their first obstacle. Oh my god, Morty! Sorry, they come across their first obstacle, which is like a giant gingerbread man that like pops out of the ground, and they're like, oh. So they're like, how do we get across? Like, instead of, instead of just like walking around. So well, before they run into the gingerbread man, uh, Chucky tr trips and knocks over Angelica. Oh, yeah. And then she like grills the gang. She's like, who knocked me over? And Chucky raises his hand. She's like, why'd you do it? And, and he gets all nervous. He's like, because because I don't believe that you saw Ice Cream Mountain. And he like questions Angelica and she oh, gets yeah, so yeah. fucking pissed. And so like she's going to give him a knuckle sandwich. So he like runs away and he gets stuck on the windmill. Mm -hmm. and the windmill takes him on a ride. And when he reaches the top of the windmill, he sees it. Ice, Ice cream, cream mountain. mountain. Ba ba. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> yeah, so confirmed. So, Ice Cream yeah. Mountain exists. Yeah, so he's like, oh my god, guys, like I saw it. Anyways, so now they're all like, yeah. Um, so then they see the gingerbread man, and yeah. then, 
Yeah, so they're they they have to like cross it basically. So they wait till it goes back into the ground, and then they all run across. And then except for like Chucky, who is like, "Oh, I'm too scared." So obviously he waits too long, and like as he's crossing over, it starts popping back up out of the ground. So then he like falls and like, why me? Why always me? Yeah, exactly. So he's just like (laughs) having a little sad sack moment, but like he's alive. He's fine. Um. Yeah, so then they just keep walking, and like meanwhile, we kind of flash back every now and then to Drew and Stu, and they are playing like the most intense game of mini putt you have ever seen. Like they're taking it so seriously, they're going like shot for shot, like they are tied basically. And um, meanwhile, like a big line is forming behind them, and everyone's like, "Yeah, hurry up, guys! Like, what are you doing? Like, we're trying to play here! Like, blah blah." blah. But they like don't give a fuck. They are so wrapped up in their game. Anyways, yeah. so then we go back to the babies and do they encounter anything else before they get to Ice Cream Mountain? I don't think no, so. I think that's no. pretty much it. Like- yeah, so then they bas- they get to Ice Cream Mountain and <clears throat> they are so excited. They run up to it, like waiting to dig in. And then they all like jump on and they realize that it's like plastic, basically, or like wood mm-hmm. or whatever. It's unedible, <laughs> inedible. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so they're all pissed and they're like, oh. well, they don't know what it is. They're just like, maybe the ice cream's inside. Yeah. So then they, they go look around and they find a little door and then they crawl in and it's it's hollow basically inside. It's yeah. just like a like it's a, an obstacle in the mini putt course. Yeah. Like there's a hole on each side for a golf ball to pass through and you gotta shoot your ball through it. Yeah, exactly. But then when they get inside, like we see that they don't really know like what the deal is, but we see that there's like paper stuffed in the hole in one hole. Yeah, because there's one hole that leads right to the hole. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you get it through there, then you get a hole in one. So, he's, like, stuffed uh, Earl. Earl Skaggs. (laughs) I was going to call him, like, I don't know. Anyway, Earl, like, (laughs) stuffs the hole. And um, so, it's impossible. It's like his scam. Yeah, exactly. So, no one gets a free game. But he, like, promises, like, oh, maybe you can. So, everyone's like, ooh, like, I'll play again. Anyway, and, um, yeah, so he... Stuffs the hole. So then they're looking for the ice cream and like me- while they're doing it, like Angelica like pulls out all the, the paper and is like, there's no ice yeah. cream in here. Wah! So they're all pissed. They all get out of the little ice cream mountain. Meanwhile, like Drew and Stu are at the final hole and they take their final shots. It's taking so long, Earl has to come in and be like, guys, you got to go. Yeah. And they're like, we are paying customers. We're going to take our goddamn time. He's like, well, if you're so good, why don't you both shoot at the same time? Oh, yeah, yeah, (laughs) So they take their final shots, basically, and he's, like, not expecting them to be, like, good. Or he's not expecting them to get the the hole-in-one. But lo and behold, they both get a hole-in-one. And so now Earl starts freaking out. He's like, fuck, what? Like, no. So... (laughs) Everyone starts getting holes, holes and ones after. And he's like, no, no, no. And so he, Angelica starts crying because she's like, daddy, I just want an ice cream. And like, you promise. And these men have like left their babies. Oh my God. Terrible dads. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, like they just like left their babies like roam free. The whole point of this show is that the parents are terrible and they're always leaving their kids to just like they're find not. themselves in crazy situations. Well, like. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't say they're terrible, but I think because, okay, so this is the thing too. Like, so in the 90s as well, like in the early 90s more so, parents weren't as, because now you have that trend of like helicopter parenting or like lawnmower parenting or whatever, um, where you're like always watching your kid and like you're always like stopping them from getting in trouble before it even happens and stuff Mm. like that. So this was kind of like the opposite. 
Yeah, somebody was uh, giving an example of uh, lawnmower parenting or something. It's just like, uh, like a parent will call the teacher and say, my son needs more time on this project. Well, if your son had come and talked to me, I would have given him more time. Like, why do you have to call me? Yeah. Uh, you know, like it's, it's this thing where it's like you're not even letting your kids figure out any of their own problems. You're not letting them solve any of their own problems. Mm -hmm. So that's basically setting them up with zero life skills. So, yeah, and I mean, they're just going to be spoiled brats. Like the Rugrats, if they survive, they're going to be really resourceful. <laughs> yeah. Like at one year old, they can like fucking live in the woods alone for a while, probably. <laughs> They do in the movie. Oh my god! Yeah, they do. I was just gonna <laughs> say, do. don't they do it in the movie? <laughs> they do. That's the whole thing in the movie. They get lost in the fucking woods. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, god. but yeah, no. So whatever. I'm not a parent. I'm not gonna comment on anyone's parenting style. But I'm just saying, <laughs> maybe they shouldn't like leave their kids alone in creepy Earl's mini pet funland while. They're Anyways, then they're like, oh, shit, the baby. It's like, I guess we better go get them ice cream. And so Earl is like, oh, no, no, no. They say, oh, well, we have free games now. So, like, maybe we could let the babies play. And then Earl is like, no, please, I'll be ruined. Like, anything but that. What do you want? Like, I'll give you anything but a free game. And so they're like, okay. So they get him to give them, like, basically, like, a, hum a humongous ice cream sundae for the babies. And, like, they give the babies that. And then they're all happy. And then that's the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. So. And it's a beautiful, it mirrors Ice Cream Mountain. It's a beautiful yeah, it's mound literally, of it's like a, many scoops of a ice cream. A scoop of like every flavor. Yeah. With oh, like a beautiful. whipped cream and a cherry on top. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's it's a good episode. I It's just fun. Like, it's just like fun and whimsical and imaginative. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's just it's a fun, carefree episode. Yeah. Uh, this this one was really fun for me because I really remembered it vividly. I really yeah. loved the Rugrats growing up. One of my favorite shows. Yeah, me too. And uh, it was seeing those putters. Uh, I, I remembered them exactly the way I saw them. And from then on, I just like, I called every shot in the, sh in the show. I was like, this is about to happen. This is going to happen. Angelica is going to go unplug the holes. This is going to happen. <laughs> yeah. It was just fun. I loved it. Mm -hmm. I loved it. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. And Nothing like too crazy as far as like lessons or subplots, uh, uh, you know, no. like uh, the first episode uh, that you covered about, you know, being in love kind of touches on young relationships and how to handle your first relationship, maybe. Yeah, uh, but maybe, I, it, maybe it kind of shows you how to handle it poorly. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I feel like the people watch or the kids watching the show would barely be at the age of being in like actual relationships you know yeah I don't know. i mean some kids yeah but, but not really no it's like pretty that we we were watching this show when we were like three and four and like we weren't really gonna be <laughs> it was like it wouldn't be anything it'd be like are, are you my boyfriend like yes okay like now i'm not gonna talk to you or like look at you and but you're just my boyfriend <laughs> yeah. you know those are like the high, the like elementary school relationships like we're dating but like we mm. never see each other. We never speak. We never look at each other. <laughs> we never like, I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. It's funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, like sometimes they would have meanings. I don't know. Do you want to talk about your episode? Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, mine's I don't got really a have... couple episodes, yeah. like ones about greed. I mm. would say, you know, a bit of karma. Angelica gets some, some karma. Comeuppance. Yeah, some comeuppance. 
Okay. Uh, my episodes are pretty fun. Yeah. Um, I love the TV so, one. Yeah. Kid TV and end, end of the world. The sky is falling. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll start with kid TV. And so what's happening is everybody's just sitting around watching TV. Uh, Stu is flipping through the channels and the babies are all around him. And he's a toy builder, right? So he's trying to make this toy and there's a commercial for this toy on the screen. And it's just doing all these things. It's a transformo and it can do all kinds of different things. And Stu is playing. I don't know if he's playing with a transformo and he's just trying to build it or if he's trying to make no, his own version of he's that. He's trying to make his own version. And yeah. so like Didi like comes in and she's like, why do you keep flipping through all the channels? And he's like, I'm trying to like scope out the competition. And oh, yeah, so yeah. he's like, he can't quite get his toy right but then he flips to the channel and then he sees the video of it and it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. So he just like takes his version of Transformo and chucks it at the TV. It's one of these big tube ones that when mm. you like, when you click the button, it just like you hear it hiss and it comes alive with that high pitch like whine <laughs> and, and, and the beautiful static noise. Mm. And, uh, you know, you if, if you broke the glass, you had to evacuate the house because it was full of gas. Yeah. <laughs> And they weighed like a hundred pounds. Mm. Now TVs weigh like ten pounds. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyway. Um, anyways, but that's kind of imperative because the kids see the TV as this giant box with people inside of it. And Stu throws his toy at the TV and breaks it. And so the kids are staring at the blank screen for a while, and they're like, "Huh, this channel's weird." Uh, and meanwhile, Stu and Dee Dee are like, "Oh, we got to call the manufacturer. It's broken." Uh, Dee Dee doesn't know what Stu did. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, Eventually, Angelica tells the babies, "He's like, oh, you dumb babies! Like the TV's broken. It's dead. It's this isn't this isn't a show. It's it's off." And so they like freak out. And they're like, "But the TV's our bestest friend. Ah, oh, it's always there. It's our window to the world. It's our it's how we see everything. It's our it's how we view culture." <laughs> also, like at the beginning, when Stu's like flipping the channels and Dee Dee questions him, he's like, "Oh, but Dee Dee, we got a hundred and twelve channels. There's so much to watch." Yeah. I'm like, all right, bud. So 112. Um, so, uh, yeah. So they're like, <laughs> well, uh, Tommy has this bright idea. He pipes up to the group. He's like, well, guys, like the TV is just a box with people in it, right? And they're like, yeah. Well, why don't we just find a box big enough for all of us to fit inside and we can make our own TV? So like all of a sudden Stu and Dee, Dee pop in and they've got like this giant box that's the size of the TV and they're like well we got to ship it back to Japan to the manufacturer and the box doesn't quite fit so they just throw the box on the ground and the baby's like cut a hole in the bottom of the box hi kitty and, yeah there's my cat um, and so they're gonna like the box kind of looks like a TV now and they get in behind it and they host their own versions of TV shows. And this is crazy because it's like, this is something every kid did. I think, Yeah. you know, we had a, an old video camera that we would just like, we would put on shows and there was no sound or anything. It was black and white, but we just like film movie reenactments or little dance shows and mm. put on concerts and whatnot. So this is essentially that. And they go through a whole bunch of different shows. Like Angelica's having a time. She's being all these different kinds of like uh, badass, like action women. Wait, what does she call the first thing? Like booty juice. Well, she calls it her beauty juice, but Phil and Lil call it booty juice. And like, we want like the booty juice, so the gross. booty juice. <laughs> so gross. Well, yeah, I kind of, I kind of wrote down all the different types of shows that they did. So yeah. it starts off with uh, uh, Tommy. He's a game show host. And, <laughs> Uh, the whole point of the game show is it's like get in trouble or something. Yeah. Uh, so he gives a, an eight ball from a pool table to, to Chucky and he's like, you got to throw it at this 
at this glass. And it's really funny. What did he say? He's like, uh, Chuck, he's like, oh, but what, won't I get in trouble? And he's like, and um, uh, Dee Dee says something about like, don't kick things around. Like Stu gets mad when the box doesn't fit. So he throws it across the room. And he's like, don't throw things. You'll set a bad example. And so like Tommy says, don't worry, Chuck, you won't get in trouble. Trouble. My daddy set a bad example. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh man. So like, uh, all of a sudden Angelica before Chucky throws the ball, nothing actually happens. Angelica takes it over and she's like, takes it over with her Dior commercial. She's like selling, uh, <laughs> perfume and she's like in this crazy gown and whatnot. She's all done up and she's like, it's my beauty juice. And villain like, are like, give us the booty juice. She's like, how much would you pay for a sip of Angelica's beauty juice? 50 million dollars? 50 million? 60 million? <laughs> But you can't have it. There's only one and it's all mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Phil and Lil are like, we want the booty juice. Yeah. And uh, and then it cuts to like, Phil and Lil are like, we want to turn. So it's all of a sudden, it's like this weird soap opera it drama. Where it's like, Yeah, it's like some weird like romance drama, but they're twins. Yeah. So you're kind of like, oh, this is like I the dreamers like, all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, She's like... Uh, what is it? Feels like, but Lillian, I can't live without you. And then she's like, but you'll have to because they're taking my brain. And he's like, no, Lillian, they should take my brain instead. I can't live without you. Yeah, I was like, oh. it's like awkwardly romantic. <laughs> yeah. Her siblings. That's weird. Uh, and then like Angelica hears soap opera because Tommy's like, oh, it's like some sort of weird soap opera. <laughs> and she's like, opera. Oh, la 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 la. And like, yeah. Phil and Lil are still doing their thing. They're like, what are you doing? She's like, it's opera. You have to sing, sing. And like, we don't know how to sing. And she starts like fighting them and attacking them and being very violent with them all of a sudden. And then it's like, Chucky's like, I want my turn. And well, they're like, no, no, no. Chucky doesn't want to because he's so timid and shy. And Tommy's like, you have to do something. Like, just come up with anything. So like. Chucky does his best idea, which is doing the news. <laughs> all, all of a sudden, cut to Chucky's sitting Chuck there in a burgundy suit with his hair slicked back. He's like, I'm Chuck Finster here with your news. And he's kind of giving a play by play on a lot of what like the babies are doing and this and that. And, mm -hmm. uh, and then it's like cut to Angelica. She's a cop. She's like, I'm in. Um, no, wait. Uh, yeah, there was the, there was one she did. The first action one she did was Angelica Bond. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Super master spy, Angelica Bond, master spy. <laughs> and and then that's when Phil and it'll take over. But then later after Chucky does his news, it's like Angelica, the cop. Yeah. <laughs> and the babies are the criminals. And she's chasing the babies like intensely through the city, up and down the stairs. They're jumping across buildings. And uh, that's kind of like they're chasing themselves around the box and Stu and Dee Dee walk in and they're like, we need a box to send the TV. And then they see them playing. And they're like, oh, well, maybe we don't need a TV. Like the kids are having fun without it. <laughs> and like Stu just kind of says, yeah, like too bad I threw my toy at the TV and no, broke it. No, he said, oh, maybe, he maybe it wasn't a bad thing that I threw my toy at the TV to, and broke it. And Dee Dee's like, Stu. Yeah. And that's kind of the end of it. Yeah. Like, is that, did I miss anything? Did anything no. happen at the end? No, that's kind of it. Kind that's of kind it. of the end. But it's kind of a little uh, reminder that, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we we can rely on our imaginations. We can have our own fun. We don't need the television. Mm -hmm. You can listen to a podcast instead, for example. <laughs> Tune time with you can, Jojo .podbean com. You can leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Yeah, that's how we get on the board. Anyway. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah.
uh, cut to my second episode, the sky is falling. Oh my god! And I really remembered this episode too. Yeah. Well, I I just I remember the the concept, and I remember seeing the skies falling and other things too, like that uh, Chicken Little movie that came out. Yeah, but that's uh, like an old story though. That's where that comes from, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But like uh, Rugrats did it first. Um, no. <laughs> shut up, Rugrats did it first. Um, so they're all just sitting. They're laying in the grass. Uh, you know, Phil's playing with worms. Tommy's just like bored. And Chucky's like staring at the sky. He's like, whoa, it's so big. It's so brew. Uh, and Tommy's just like, yeah, it's the sky. Like, whatever. Nobody thinks anything of it, but Chucky is obsessed. And he's like, man, how did it get up there? Like, it's so big. What if it fell? And like, so they kind of just like wonder about it. And all of a sudden, Angelica shows up. She's like, what are you guys doing? Like, oh my God. And they're admiring the sky and they're all looking up. And uh, all of a sudden, Chaz and Stu, Chaz is Chucky's dad, Chaz Finster. Mm-hmm. He's got a terrible little like pube stash, like a little bit of bum fluff on his upper lip. He's he's like just this weird looking nerdy guy. No, he has like a real mustache. Well, yeah, it's kind of like just two pieces on his lip. Anyways. <laughs> They're like him and Stu are going to play tennis and they just see the kids staring at the sky and they're like, eh, they're fine. <laughs> they don't pay any mind to it. So they go to practice tennis in the front yard and um, Stu's like, yeah, we're both a little, or Chaz is like, I'm a little rusty. And Stu's like, yeah, well, we can warm up. We can practice. We can hit balls against the garage or something. So they're just like bouncing balls off the thing and Chaz like hits one and it goes flying and breaks some glass. So they're just all over the place. <laughs> Cut back to the kids. Angelica's like, or Chucky's like, man, doesn't it look a little lower than usual? And Angelica's like, ah, oh, man, like you'd have to be so dumb to believe that the sky is falling. And it, she cuts off and she's mm-hmm. like, huh, she's like, I can mess with these actually, babies. Yeah, she's like, I got them. <laughs> Suckers. Actually, now that you mention it, yeah, it does look like what it looked like when the sky fell the last time. And they're like, the sky never fell before. She's like, yeah, it did two years ago, right before you guys were born. And, um, she starts going on about like how, you know, it's looking like this and blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, uh, Stu hits a ball over the house. And while Angelica's raving about shit falling out of the sky, a ball, <laughs> a tennis ball hits her in the back of the head, freaks her out. And she's like, oh my God, the sky really is falling. We're gonna die. So like everyone's panicking because the kids already kind of believe her. Tommy's like the only one who's skeptical here. Yeah. And he's like, wait a minute, guys. Like what's going on here? Well, like how about we build a fort to protect ourselves from the, we can build it under the picnic table. So they build this like fort and Angelica just throws all her shit inside of it. And there's no room. And she's like, well, I'm going to have to decide which of you I'm going to bring with me to the apocalypse because it's going to be the end of the world. The sky's going to fall. Everyone's going to die. And we're going to be the only ones left. Yeah. And I'm going to be in charge. I'm going to be your excellency. President of the the world. President of the world. Anyway, so like she says, Tommy can come in because he's brave and they need brave people. Chucky can come in because he's careful and they need people to, you know, watch out and it's going to be dangerous. So being careful is a good thing. And uh, Lil can come in because there needs to be more than just one woman in the end of the world. Yeah. Uh, uh, And so Phil is left out. And so he's like, fine, I understand. You guys go on without me. I'll be the hero here, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden Lil's like, oh, I'm not going anywhere without you, Phil. So she like steps out and then all of a sudden Tommy steps out. And he's like, well, I'm not going anywhere if you guys aren't going to be safe. So it's just like Chucky and Angelica are in there because Chucky's too afraid to actually go out. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what happens. Eventually they like kind of come around and 
um they basically i don't know they they all just like end up back in the box yes yeah, yeah because like, like i think is like there's room maybe she gets rid of some shit i don't well, know no because then chucky chucky's finally like oh okay i'm gonna go to like by angelica and then she's like well yeah. shit i'm gonna be alone and so then she's like i guess you stupid babies can all just come in whatever yeah yeah so like they're like in there talking about what it's gonna be like and this is really funny this is like this mad max sort of like flash to the future of what it's going to be like in this wasteland they're riding their giant motorized like tricycles and shit and they're all like this raider gang of cannibals and angelica's dressed as this fucking like evil leprechaun (laughs) and she's just like jumping around and they're raiding buildings and whatnot and so yeah that was just a really funny fucking scene like this whole Mad yeah. Max thing. But then all of a sudden, uh, I can't remember. I don't remember what happens, but maybe someone hits a ball and it hits the dog. And so Spike takes off running. Yeah. And he knocks a fence board over and kind of gets caught on it. And it becomes like this like little lever and it like hits this tree. And when the dog's trying to escape, he's shaking it and it's shaking the apples out of the tree. And the tree is right above the picnic table. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, all hell is breaking loose on top of the picnic table and they're freaking out. The babies are freaking out. It's like, oh no, it's actually happening. The world is ending. Yeah. We're all going to die. And like Spike gets free. The apples stop falling from the tree. Everything calms down and like, is it over? And like, yeah, the end of the world lasted about... 10 seconds it's over we survived mm. we must be the only ones left alive yeah. so angelica's like fuck yes i am queen you kids are like my kids i am the boss here and she goes around and she's like taking over tommy pickle's house uh she's like i always wanted a swimming pool in my living room and tommy's like what she's like well like there's nobody to tell us what to do anymore so we can do whatever we want so i'm just gonna put build a swimming pool in the living room yeah she These starts like wreaking havoc floaties yeah she gets like she gets the hose into the living room and has phil and lil start like filling the living room with water meanwhile like they go to the kitchen to find candy and so they can't find any candy so they're like tearing everything apart searching for candy all of a sudden like angelica's like i'm gonna go uh to the candy store i'm gonna take Tommy dad Tommy's dad's car and just drive there and yeah. they're like what you can't you can't drive we're babies we can't do that and at this point Angela and Angelica's really pushing this like we can do whatever we want thing nobody's here to tell us what we what to do but the baby's like no that's fucked up like <laughs> you're psycho we cannot do this so um you do you we are staying here so she's like fine I'm gonna like who's gonna stop me she goes into the garage and like right before she opens the door uh stew and chaz come into the house mm. and like angelica what the fuck are you doing yeah. like the hose is like going nuts in the living room squirting water everywhere it's soaked the food is everywhere she threw like a can of tuna on the wall like like it's uh, a mess germ it's a mess yeah truly and uh yeah so like this is like a bit of a, a lesson like she gets her she gets some instant karma like Stu's just like you made this mess you're gonna help clean it up so like she's like mopping and meanwhile the kids are like yeah that was pretty fun for the end of the world she's like uh, we did and, it we survived the end of the world <laughs> yeah and something like I can't remember what they were gonna do but they're like let's go do this and Chucky and they're like Chucky aren't you afraid and he's like I don't know I survived the end of the world so being afraid of stuff just doesn't seem it seems kind of pointless yeah <laughs> and so they're like oh eh, whatever God. so they're like yeah cool Cool, cool. Uh, That's it. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking because the dog dropped a bunch of apples and because their dad sucked at tennis, yeah. essentially helped Chucky get over all of his fears of everything. 
he's like king badass mm-hmm. and uh yeah no uh i don't know pretty funny don't assume things well that like again though when you're a kid it just shows like how easily you can be made to believe things and like not a lot has to happen for you to think that a lot's happening you know what i mean yeah so, exactly like if we were i don't know why we'd be lying under a picnic table but say we were and we started hearing like apples fall like at the age that we are now Mm. we'd be like okay like oh shit something's falling on the picnic table i'm gonna go look what's going on maybe i should get out from under this picnic table because i don't know or maybe stay under i don't know but whatever like i wouldn't think the world is ending but like as a baby like your perspective is so different and everything is like bigger and scarier and more likely to kill you and and, you know just it's like it's just interesting and that's what the show was like so fun because you just see like a perspective that's like completely different to the one that you have and you know that's where like the kind of like surreal aspects come in Mm. anyway it's good it's just it's really fun yeah Yeah. it's just fun to like take a look at the world from young eyes Mm -hmm. young easily young dumb baby eyes misguided eyes through conspiracy what? Should we maybe mention a couple conspiracies? <laughs> Are we at that point? That was quite a segue. I uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, I, was I don't really have... try in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah, we could. I don't have anything too much more to say about this. Oh my god, no, it's <laughs> pretty simple. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Well, what's the conspiracy theory that you were going to bring up at the beginning? Okay, yeah, well, I heard this, uh, I read about this little conspiracy about uh, Angelica, and I really didn't look too much into it, but maybe we can think about it a little bit. But it's saying how essentially everything is a figment of Angelica's imagination, and her parents died in an accident, and so she's like reliving this weird life and like some of the babies are like her siblings that died and she's the only one that survived and she's kind of creating these characters out of these babies to make up for people she's lost in her life (laughs) i don't like it (laughs) that's so seems kind of far-fetched yeah i mean there's probably like someone probably did some really like intense digging and like put some pins up on a wall and like link them together with string and whatever but um yeah well didn't we say that you can fucking make that conspiracy for everything the jacob's ladder type thing where it's just like well they have one like that about about bob's burgers too where like bob's family is dead but i'm like i don't see how that tracks because like we see the family Mm -hmm. out living their life so like unless everyone in the town is dead and bob's just dreaming like it makes no sense yeah. But yeah, no, I, I don't know. Uh, that one I don't see as being that plausible. <laughs> I uh, just thought it was funny. And yeah, super ridiculous. I, I have like heard that one before, though. It'd be interesting. I, I'd be interested to like maybe in the episode guide, I can dig around and see like where this theory comes from and maybe put some links if people like care to like look because I'd be interested. Maybe maybe there's a stronger case than what we're seeing. But right mm. off the bat, it doesn't seem does not seem that plausible to me. No. Another one that's like way less dark <laughs> that I <laughs> that I have like heard um is that and again I don't know whatever. Um is that Phil and Lil's parents are both gay but oh, but yeah, they're yeah, like yeah, yeah. together. Yeah, yeah. To have well, their family. Early 90s it was a little more taboo so maybe there was more uh, more of a reason to sort of hide so like mm. a gay guy has no interest in having sex with a woman a lesbian woman has no interest in having sex with a guy but in order to kind of hide and if they want but and if they live their okay, lives actually, normally though, as they 
think they need to. I actually know somebody who this is like literally what what their family is like. They're both their parents are gay mm. and they were friends and they wanted to have a kid. So they were like, well, let's just have a kid together. And again, it was sort of like early. He's like a little bit older than me. But anyways, like a early gay man and a lesbian woman. Not, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, not a gay couple. No, no, no. Yeah, sorry. Um, like a man and a woman that are like, OK, we're both gay, but we want a kid and yeah. we're friends. So let's do it. And but then again, all at the time, it was uh, not as common. Or was so like were they kind of hiding as like a straight couple in uh, a way? Like were they passing as a straight couple? I don't. A hundred percent. No, how long? Like, but I mm, think maybe for a little while for the description of uh, the parents there. I'm looking for here. Uh, Betty DeVille, Phil and Lil's kind but boisterous feminist mother and Howard (laughs) DeVille, the twins, mild mannered, soft spoken father. Mm. So yeah, like, so, like, like, uh, like I Betty don't know. Betty seems really butch, for lack of a better term, and like Howard seems very campy, and like, uh, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't say he seems campy, but I like again, I don't know what the like if this theory actually has legs or if it's just people that like can't handle a strong woman being with like a more mild mannered guy, and they were like, well, well that too. you know, because the thing is like, this is the nineties where it is all still a little more taboo. So yeah. people would maybe be a bit offended by that. Uh, I wouldn't say offended, not offended but, but they'd just you know, be like, oh, well, that would never happen. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. So, um, I don't know. I mean, that one I, I see as maybe being more plausible than all the babies being dead. But then at the same time, I'm like, <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. It's a little bit. It's it's maybe reaching a little bit. I don't know. Maybe. But, yeah. But plausible. I mean, I guess, like, I don't know. They never, they don't really. Wait, I feel like I did read something about how Harold, like, goes away on weekends or something like that. Yeah, and somebody pokes their fingers together. It was in our oh, top yeah. 10, our first episode. That we, no, we never released that. No, un- we never released that. Oh, going to be our second episode. But then we were like, no. <laughs> yeah, it just it just didn't come together nicely. No, but uh, uh, I'll add that to the episode guide because I don't remember it and I don't have it in front it of me. It was like a but BuzzFeed like, list or something. It was something. 10 things you missed. Yeah, where like someone makes reference to the fact that like Harold is going away for the weekend and then yeah, like they make a gesture of like kind of pointing, like tapping their two index fingers together and yeah, like sort like of tips to tip <laughs> any hey. no uh, so regrets it's great i love it i want to watch more episodes yeah i'm uh i'm gonna go back and uh, watch a few i think remember uh remember grandpa and the dirty space vixens oh god yeah that, <laughs> that, was, another. that was another one in our weird episode yeah. that never aired <laughs> yeah he's like what is he doing he's Flicking through the channels No, no, no. Or He's, he or... rented a movie for the babies and then he rented one for himself and it's called Lonely Space Vixens. Yeah, he's like, Lonely Space Vixens. Mm. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Oh, Gross. Man. Grandpa. Grandpa. But yeah, yeah, so... That about does it that for about Rugrats. That about does it. This, yeah, I don't have too much more to say. Um, we are going to revisit the movies, I think. Yeah, no, they should be their own episodes. I think we should start doing that because, like, yeah. there are some sh- there's some shit from the movie that I'm remembering right now, and I'm like, what the fuck? I completely forgot that they survived in the fucking <laughs> woods with a newborn. Yeah! Like, like how- that's right when Dill was born. Yeah, he was born, like, days before. 
that's the episode where Dee Dee's pregnant and all, right? Yeah, and yeah, like, where a baby is a gift from a like, bub. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, bub, oh my god. Bub, bub. Um, yeah, no, we'll have to do that eventually. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think next week we might do Yu-Gi-Oh! Ooh, I'm oh. down. I'm down. Yu-Gi-Oh! Your move! <laughs> <laughs> Get my oh blue my eyes, God. white dragon. I was like the red eyes, black dragon more. Look, look badder asser. Badder asser. Yeah, yeah. More badass. I don't remember what it looked like. I haven't, because um, we've been watching a few episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh! And like, I haven't gotten that far but it's pretty wild <laughs> oh my it god it is pretty wild yeah so another one of those mainstream animes that kind of like pokemon sold big into the toys here in yeah America. but definitely didn't have the same steam power but anyways we'll get into that next week so if you want to learn more about Yu-Gi-Oh, then i guess you'll have to come back oh i'm excited i'm super excited so mm-hmm. remember to check us out on all the uh, platforms yeah instagram uh, twitter podbean.com toontime.wordpress.com toontimepod.wordpress.com and then you can send us an email at toontimepod at gmail.com follow us on twitter and instagram at toontime underscore pod and leave us a review leave us a review on itunes iTunes, please itunes reviews help us out only five star only five stars (laughs) no criticism keep it to yourself if it's less than five stars if you don't have something nice to say have those opinions but keep them to yourselves we don't want to hear them yes <laughs> we're really sensitive and the hate will break us <laughs> but actually it will okay um <laughs> yeah so that's it for this week guys thanks for listening mm-hmm. yeah all right okay. bye, bye. bye.